This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's in the bonus with what Doug Gottlieb. Go. Doug Gottlieb in the bonus. My man Jay Stu alongside. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Here's what you didn't know, Jason, about my weekend. We got a new cat, new kitten. Got to talk to you. That's a big step, by the way. Well, I mean, we, we I'm like, I kind of got an animal animal kingdom going anyway. You know, we got, uh, I have the, the, the dogs and uh, Grace has a cat of her own. So uh, Harper called me on Friday after the show. Dad, come quick. I was like, what, what, what's, you okay? Come quick. Here's the address. I get there. It's uh, Priceless Pets where we had rescued one of my dogs. And we end up getting a cat. 
So yeah, it's a bit. Cats are a lot. Cats are easy though, man. Cats like you don't have to like house train them, whatever. Just throw them in a. Don't get me wrong, the litter boxes can stink, but at least they go in the litter box. Like that's like the least of your issues, you know. I mean, I appreciate the um, the alliteration. You know, priceless pets. I know people love alliteration, but mm-hmm. come on. I mean, priceless. After you add up the the vet fees, you know, the inoculations, and then you're gonna fix the cat, and then you're gonna cat's buy. Cat's already fixed. Cat's know, already fixed. It's not priceless. It's cat, cat's already fixed. Oh, oh okay. I just want to make sure you know that the cat's already <laughs> fixed. It's, it's a boy cat though. He's he's cool. He's like currently sitting up on my. Um, uh, what's it called? That. It's like for your windows, but like the inside of the window is like a little ledge there, kind of like a little ledge. And he's just sitting up there chilling, looking outside. So he and at least one of the dogs is getting along pretty good. So we're getting there. We're getting there. But man, having a having a new cat is it's the least invasive thing to your life lifestyle, but it is invasive. I was like, ah, oh, we gotta keep an eye on the cat, can't get outside. Anyway. When did, when did uh you know was it Tom and Jerry or I'm trying to like yeah. growing up, I always thought that dogs and cats hated each other, but it seems like things have evolved that cats and dogs uh, get along in the family spectrum now. They can coexist. Yeah. I think they could always kind of coexist. I, I think it just depends on the cat and kids and the dog. You know, I think that's really what it is. Um, all right. So we're getting ready for tonight's Monday night football game and you have the Rams taking on the Niners. I love this, like, the history of this matchup used to be, it was always a high-scoring game. It felt like it was always fun. But there is, there's like 20 years of Rams games, which I didn't pay any attention to because they were in St. Louis, maybe maybe 10 years, before they were really good and they won't move to St. Louis and they were out of sight, out of mind. Like, I can't tell you if those games were good, but I do feel like Rams-Niners was always a close game when we were kids. Flipper Anderson, you remember Flipper Anderson? What a great name, Flipper Of course. Anderson. It's a good name for a good Ram. Um, obviously, Jim Everett was the quarterback back before your boy called him Chris. People, <laughs> yeah. people forget Jerome Bettis was the star with the Rams, right? Before they moved, uh, before they moved, and then he went to Indy. Oh no, he went to excuse me, no, he didn't go to Indy. He went to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, obviously. Yep. Uh, but people forget they they've always. I this is one. It feels like the Niners have to win. This one feels a little bit like not as much so, but. Like, the Rams are are good. They're not as good as they were just yet, and they've had some injuries. But this feels a little bit, when you look at the Niners' record, a little bit like yesterday when you saw the Raiders' record against the against the Broncos. You watch the Niners try it out there now, you're like, how are they p- not possibly 3-0? But they're not. They're not. Um, anyway. Uh, okay, so there's some. let me give you some stuff from the weekend. Um, I, I, I don't get what John Harbaugh was doing, not kicking a field goal in a tie game. This feels like one of those, Hey, I'm just going to throw out the word analytics and everybody's going to back off because somehow maybe there'll be some analytics that saves me, but it doesn't save you. You're in the two yard line. You kick a field goal. You got a three point lead and all you, you know, you got to stop them from getting a touchdown to win or hold them to a field goal. And if they make the field goal, worst case scenario, you go to overtime. But instead, you start thinking about the possibility of losing, and you forget that the play that they ran didn't work, didn't make sense, and it exposed Lamar Jackson, where you keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket, kind of backpedaling, 
and he's just okay. You get him to where he can step up and rip, rip and read and just get rid of football, he's amazing. It's amazing. Um, but they didn't score a point at all in the second half. And we told you, like, that's what happened against the Dolphins, where they were dominating the game, and then the offense just stalled out. And Lamar's right. They all have to be better. He's got to be a little bit, be a little bit better. Play calling has to be a little bit better. The defense, I guess, is getting criticized. In this particular case, the defense, you know, you give up 23 points. So I thought Harbaugh was wrong. I do think that people are starting to figure out a little bit about this offense. Again, trying to keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket and make him a progression read thrower, make him dink and dunk his way down the field. Uh, but I'm, I'm not sure their, their division is good enough to really make them sweat. Right? Cincinnati's okay. Cleveland's just okay. Talented, but just okay. And uh, the Steelers don't appear to be particularly good, especially with, you know, with what, with Mitch Trubisky and what they were throwing out there offensively. I thought the Chargers looked good, uh, but then they nearly chargered it away. They did. Uh, Tampa uh, is about what I thought, right? The offense isn't as crisp as it was previously with Bruce Arians there. Um, and they struggle to protect Brady. I- I'm I'm pleasantly surprised how good Kansas City is, but I also think part of it is they knew they were rolling in and Tampa's not right, Tampa's not healthy. I don't think it matters. I think Tampa, like many people predicted, they'll recover in time and still win the division because the division's crummy. But that one, was, that one was a whooping at the hands of Pat Mahomes. For the Packers, that's how they're going to have to win. I know that Aaron Rodgers wants them to be more efficient, says we can't keep winning this way, but you're going to have to. It's a blue-collar, grinding-out team. Defense got to be a little better. Offense got to be a little bit better. But that's a 13-14 win team playing that way. Rodgers will play a little bit better as well. Uh, and then, look, I, it's hard to tell who the really good teams are, but it's not hard to tell who the bad teams are. And the commanders are bad. Commanders are bad. And I think Detroit, they can score, but they're going to struggle defensively. You know, I know the Jets got a gigantic win, but they're still the Jets. Nobody thinks that they're great. I do think that uh, that the Patriots are better than their record would tell you. But at some point, the record is what it is. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know if it's the beginning of the end for the Denver Broncos, but man, they were fortunate to have those two wins because they did not look like, I mean, they were in first place before last night, but they did not look like it as of yesterday. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Every day we're going to do what we try not to normally do, which is give you exactly what you want and feed your insatiable need for a list. It's kind of tongue planted firmly in cheek, but the fact is that when we do give you a list, you tend to argue about it more and it brings up good discussion. So here is the list of the day. Let's start uh, with the 10th best college football team. Number 10. All right. Number 10 is the Utah Utes. Um, it'll all come together because you're like, wait, they're ranked 11th. Why are they ranked 11th? They lost to Florida. They just beat. They didn't beat. They trounced Oregon State. Now they have you. They have a UCLA coming up. They get a. Um, they get them next weekend at the Rose Bowl. Uh, that'll kind of determine what's what in terms of Utah, UCLA, and I still think USC. Obviously, they match up. But I like Utah more than I like Ole Miss. Ole Miss was my team that just missed the top 10. Um, I like Utah because I don't take a ton away from the loss to Florida start of the year, especially considering they kind of dominated that game. They just couldn't score. I think a lot of it was first game of the year. I like the Utes at 10. Number nine. I'm going to go with Penn State here. Okay, Nittany Lions started the year, probably should have lost to Purdue. Sean Clifford's their quarterback. Um, here's a guy who's, it doesn't feel like he actually has been there forever. 
right? You're like, man, that dude's been there forever. It's just a damn good football team. Um, where, I mean, I like the, uh, was it Brenton Strange, big tight end they have? He's a massive target downfield. They're good. They beat, they did beat Auburn at Auburn. They did beat Purdue at Purdue. I know they weren't great against Northwestern. We'll see how good they are. They got a week off before they take on Michigan. But I have no problem with the Nittany Lions being a very close in proximity third in the Big Ten to Michigan and Ohio State. Number five. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Let's go with USC. Men of Troy finally looked good. They looked bad against uh, Oregon State. They looked, uh, I thought, pretty good this this past weekend, taking down Arizona State. Hard to tell, right? They blew out Florida, uh, Fresno State, but that was after Jake Hayner got hurt. They came from behind and scored 14 fourth quarter points to beat Oregon State. But, you know, the meat of their schedule is really Utah on the road in two weeks. Wazoo's capable of beating them this week. Then Utah on the road. Uh, then, you know, games that they're supposed to win. Arizona, who's tough. Cal, Colorado, who stinks. Then they go to UCLA in the Rose Bowl, and they play Notre Dame. So there's really three games in which they'll either be underdogs or it'll be a pick em, And that's where we'll find out how good USC is. But obviously, Caleb Williams, incredibly explosive on offense. The question's been defense. The defense has been a little bit better than most people thought they would be. Number seven. Let's go to Clemson. Um, I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you that I know that Oklahoma State, my alma mater, who's I'm going to rank ahead of Clemson, is better than Clemson. But um, Clemson was down for a year, and it appears they found some footing. Now, now you can just say, hey, well, they didn't annihilate NC State. Like, dude, NC State's pretty good. Um, they have an NFL-caliber quarterback in Leary, and, uh, you know, I, I thought they did – uh, they they pressure defensively. They found a way to use DJ Ungalele uh, to be more effective, not just as a thrower, but also as a runner. Um, he's not great. He's not what Deshaun Watson was. But remember, by the time we saw Deshaun Watson, he had played and redshirted from being hurt and played a ton of football. And by his junior redshirt junior year, that's when they won the national championship. Of course, he came back his senior year, and he wasn't that good until the playoffs. Or maybe it was his senior year that they won the championship. I don't know. I think he did come back one year afterwards. Anyway, the point is, I like Clemson. Uh, they're, they're not in the Georgia, Alabama, uh, Ohio State um, range, but that notch just below with USC, Clemson, Penn State, Utah, Tennessee, they're right there. Number six. I'll go to Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State, they they go into Baylor and they have a huge commanding lead and they did just kind of hold on. But the defense showed the ability to get turnovers, to get stops as well. And they have a experienced quarterback who's been a four-year starter who's finally not turned the football over. That's a good football team. They're not great. Uh, pretty good at skill position. They've shown the ability to run it. Quarterback can run it and throw it. Uh, they're not spectacular defensively, but they're, they're in the right spots and Derek Mason's implemented his defense, and that was a first good test. Look, look, there's still K-State, uh, KU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Texas. Plenty of, uh, of minds in that minefield before the Cowboys can get to another Big 12 title game. But that was a big hurdle to beat Baylor. Number five. Pains me to do so, and I do root against them only because nothing tastes sweeter than the tears of one Clay Travis. But Tennessee's damn good, right? That's a good football team. Uh, they survived Florida. Uh, they found a way to beat Pitt at Pitt. Let's not underestimate how tough a game that one is. 
And uh, look, Hendon Hooker's a good player, man. Good player at quarterback. You kind of are who your quarterback is a little bit. Uh, he can run it. He can throw it. He has not, to this point, turned the football over even once, throwing the football. Uh, they have a bunch of different guys that can run it and and catch it. You know, you have uh, Jabari Small and Jalen Wright are both good running backs, along with Hendon Hooker, who's a viable run-pass option. And, you know, then they got, uh, uh, what's that kid, Jalen Hyatt is really good, and Cedric Tillman. They have two two or three. And I think they, they still have, they have Brew McCoy, right? That's the kid who, who's, was going to SC, then Texas, then SC. Now, now, now he's at Tennessee. Yeah, so they got dudes. They got dudes offensively. They got dudes defensively. And I'll and I'll put them. I, I do think that Spencer Sanders is better than Hendon Hooker because uh, because of his game experience. Right. Make sure that that's important. You're like, wait, experience. They're both seniors. Yeah, but one guy has played since he stepped in to Oklahoma State. Another guy started at uh, Virginia Tech and has worked his way over and was great last year for Tennessee. So it shouldn't be a surprise. Was better than Spencer Sanders. But those are two good quarterbacks. I think Sanders is a little bit better, although Hooker turns the ball. He's only had 10 interceptions his entire college career. That feels like one game for Spencer Sanders. So the the ceiling is higher for Sanders, but the floor is is much lower as opposed to Hennon Hooker. Number four. Michigan, good win against Iowa. Clearly one of the top two teams in the Big Ten. I'm just not willing to put them ahead of the big boys. Number three. I'm going to go with Georgia. It did feel inevitable that they would put it together and beat Missouri, but it was a little bit sloppier and took a little bit more time than you thought it would. Um, Still, to go into Faroe Field where they trailed the entire game and to go win a game was awesome. But like, let's not act like Georgia's beating everybody 60 to nothing. Number two. Bama. That's a tough place to play, and you did it without Bryce Young. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to take Nick Saban's word for it and say Bryce Young's just got a sprained shoulder. He'll be out a little bit, then he'll come back. Uh, they obviously have depth at that position, although not the experience and no other Bryce Young. But I'll put Bama at number two. Number one. No problem. Put Ohio State there. Uh, that's a really good football team, and we expected C.J. Stroud to be what he's become. Um, but the, the, the evolution of the defense, a unit that struggled so mightily, and we haven't seen them against anybody good yet, right? Notre Dame, their offense was sputtering back then. Wisconsin just fired Paul Chris. They go to Michigan state. Who's not great, but capable. They go to Penn state in a couple weeks. You know, they will be undefeated. We'll see on Penn state and then Michigan end of the year. Ohio state is going to play in the college football playoff. The only question is, will they be a one seed or a four seed? So there's your list of the day. Jay Stu. Um, I mean, like, look, I could sit there and argue with myself back and forth. Do I put Georgia ahead of Bama? Georgia didn't play well, but never felt like it was in true doubt they're going to lose to Missouri. And we've seen Alabama see their own blood against Texas, who doesn't appear to be great. I just think you put Ohio State one and Michigan four, so that you feel like those are your four best teams. And then the next, the next group is uh, we got a lot to figure out about them. Oklahoma State, the most impressive win of the weekend. Clemson was good and solid at home against NC State. USC was fine. Penn State's been good. Utah, another big win. Uh, the loss to Florida, I think, gets diminished as the time as time goes on. And then there's Tennessee sitting out there who they have a couple good wins. And let's just try and figure out how good they are. But we don't know who's... I think those four teams, Ohio State, Bama, Georgia, Michigan, better than everybody else. And then there's a big group of teams. 
what we'll do is we'll uh, I'll put it out on social media. I'll put out your top five, and I'm sure everybody will be in agreement because a lot of people are, you know like to agree with Wiss on wine. Yes. So you won't get any brushback at all. The takeaway uh, that I have is that you have Ohio State at one, and the in- most interesting thing to me, and you know I'm not a huge college football guy. I know you are. I'll, I'll leave you to the rankings, but Greg Schiano going across the field to get to at, at Ryan Day. That was interesting. What what led up to that, and how do, how does well, that they transpire? Faked, they faked the field goal up third, faked the punt up thirty, and then and then Shiano's uh, I don't know his kick return or whatever leveled the punter. But what are you doing faking a punt up thirty? <laughs> Is it and personal? Then no, I don't think I don't know. Shiano, you know, used to work at Ohio State, and I think they hugged it out afterwards. Where Brian Day was like, you know, we shouldn't have faked the faked the punt, but I, I you know. It, it's very possible. It's just the kids saying, "Hey, coach, we saw the cue when they do this. We we do, uh, yes, not not with that score, not with that score." I remember Shiano back in the day. Anyways, I think his first go around with Rutgers, he was he was always a red ass. Like oh, was, he's always been the red. I don't ass. Back when he was a, that guy. Do you remember when he was in Tampa? Yeah. I don't, do you remember a story out of Tampa that he he wanted every room at sixty eight degrees? Ah, <laughs> because. I don't know, but I think you learn better at 68 degrees. You listen better at 68 degrees, whatever. So it's a 39-point game. They faked a punt. Remember, this is Shiano, who uh, he's been famous for having his teams play all out. You go into victory formation, they're still trying to hit you and hurt you. Right? That's what I think it um, – uh, anyway. So uh, th- there's, no, there's not supposedly bad blood between the two. But that was a that was a weird one, no no question. You just don't see that. You don't see coaches running across the field to get at other coaches. I wish I saw it more. Actually, that was kind of fun. I I it's kind of I mean you want to keep your cool, but you don't fake a punt up 39, 39 points, correct? Correct. And yeah. that's why I'm wondering why. Well, why what? Why they did it? Yeah, it's because I think it's an automatic for if you don't cover. Um, I think it was Jesse Mirko. Like, if you don't cover him, they automatically run the fake punt. Ah. But, hmm. like, hey, automatics go out the window. We're up 39, yeah. guys. You got to yeah. kind of got to tell people that. So, I don't know. Um, and Rutgers had sent a punt block team, you know, on one side. So, it's the proper read, and it worked. I mean, the whole thing was crazy. But, yeah, up 39, just just get rid of the football, and let's just get it over with. It was it was in the fourth quarter, forty nine to ten. Like that's not the time to fake a fake a punt, not even close. And I do like I like coaches getting the red ass, and I also like them dialing it back because everybody loses their cool, and then <sighs> you catch your breath, catch your breath. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, all right, so what we try and do is is bring back for you a strong take or an interesting take or maybe even a bizarre take from one of our colleagues here at Fox Sports Radio. We call it... And now... <laughs> what does the Fox say? This is Colin Cowherd talking about the Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett's offense. Denver, from clock management to penalties to lack of creativity, I'm afraid I'm really wrong on this, that Denver whiffed on the head coach. They've got literally no identity offensively other than disorganized. If you're an offensive coach, McVay's offense, you could put his players in a silhouette. I could watch the plays, not know who's playing in a silhouette, and I'd go, oh, yeah, that's his offense. Same with Kyle Shanahan. Same with Andy Reid. Lincoln Riley at USC, I can see it and know, oh, that's clever. That's the manipulation of personnel, formations, variations. What is this? I mean, good God, even Dan Campbell, whether it works or not, that team gives you, they never quit. They get down big. They are never out of a game because of Dan Campbell. I think I'm just wrong on this. When a coach comes in 
you got to be able to get your side of the ball right. Denver, I picked to win the division. That's not great. you got to have an identity, even if I don't love you. The players have to know who you are, what you are, what are you good at. I don't see it. I agree, and I, I think, look, they were 2-1 and one going into yesterday, and um, if you would have watched that game and said, which team is 2-1 and one and which team is 0-3, oh everyone would have said the 2-1 and one team is the Raiders. I know we like to poke fun at Josh McDaniels, and, you know, um, that was a big win for him to beat Denver, who he'd previously coached for, although different ownership, different front office, same fans. Um. But I, I think Josh McDaniels is pretty good at this and seems to be more prepared at this than Nathaniel Hackett is. That thing just looks like a mess. Part of it is you have so many new pieces, right? New quarterback, new coach and coordinators, new, 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 new. It's hard. But part of it is, like, if you're going to come in as a guy who hasn't been a head coach before, you should have had your ducks in a row long ago. You can't be bringing a guy out of retirement to help you manage the game. How are you not managing the game yourself? Um. And I would love to say you should get time, right? You should get time to figure it out. But uh, th- this is a job which you're either ready for or you're not. And he does not appear to be ready for it. That team looked, did not look better yesterday. There are times Russell Wilson looks a little bit like he wants to move and run around and throw the ball, and they made some big plays. But, but generally, the defense, which was the, the story for them the past couple of years, obviously new defensive ideas and mastermind or whatever, that's beginning to fade, and the offense, while better, is still missing on so many different levels. And Melvin Gordon's fumbling now. I, I just I don't see it working either. Jay, Jay, you wanted to get on this one? Did you find it interesting as well that, uh, that Colin is quick to say he was wrong about the Broncos, but he's not, not, not quite willing to say that he's wrong about Russell Wilson. In fact, this almost gives Russell Wilson cover that he's in the wrong system with a head coach that's in over his head. I think that the most fun stat or the comparison this morning coming off of four weeks of NFL football is Geno Smith's stats in Seattle against Russell Wilson's. Um, that, to me, is very telling, and I'm going to overreact and say that uh, Russell Wilson is not the guy he used to be. And it's funny that, that Colin refuses to admit that or he's not going give, to give us that yet. Mm. Uh, he is definitely refusing to admit that as of yet, uh, at least on air. I don't, I can't tell you about off air. Let's get to this. This is a uh, LeVar Arrington talking about the Ravens final play call to decide to go for a touchdown instead of kicking a field goal. I didn't like the play call. I would have done something different that didn't put him in a position where he was going in the opposite direction of, of the end zone. And I know they didn't mean for that to happen that way, but I mean, it's Lamar Jackson. You got two yards to go. Like, come on. It just seemed as though right side, play action pass, corner of the end zone. That's like, that's predictable. I just, I just, and and you know what? If you're going to predict that Lamar Jackson is going to run, I'm okay with that prediction. Stop it. If it's Lamar Jackson, stop it. Like, to me, I thought the play calling is what made it a bad deal. Like, analytics, their defense, not a lot of points, weather, all those things. I get all of those. I get all of that. If you're going to go for it, you're going to go for it. I get it. Like, that's fine. Like, let's go get this touchdown. You're on the two-yard line. You're an AFC North team. Go go, bang that ball in. 
I just think that you just went out in a soft manner. Like, I just think if you're going to go for it, you you keep the ball in your best player's hands, and and he's the one that generally is able to find his way into to an end zone. Why why wouldn't you just call a play that gives him the ability to run the ball in? Um, hey, look, it's it's a really good point by a really good linebacker who knows a lot more about it than we did. But if if we're fair, if you look at what the Bills did, even on that play, on many of the plays. The, by design, they are they they're pushing him backwards and keeping him in the pocket. They're pushing him backwards and keeping him in the pocket. The, the question, like, why are you going for it? That doesn't make any sense to me. You have the best field goal kicker in football, right? At home, so you had the best field goal kicker in football. That that one feels pretty like a pretty easy decision there. And then here we are again, as we talked about early in the show with. I, I don't have to love the play call either, but that was just a scramble and you got Lamar Jackson back there and he throws a throws a bad pick. Whether or not the whether the play call or lack of audibleization at the line is his fault, the throw is absolutely on him. And he nobody made him throw a football. He's running around back there. He could absolutely th- th- throw it or eat it or or make a play. And and I'm not disputing Lavar saying he didn't love the play call. But you have to factor in what they did was just to corral him, to keep him in the pocket, to make him throw. It worked most of the game. They hadn't scored in the second half. I can't believe they didn't just take three points, seeing as they hadn't scored a point in the second half. And we got, if you can be the most ardent Lamar fan there is, you got to say that, that that's on him. He threw the football. That's his interception. That's what the Fox said. All right, so we got a little bit of everything for you here, right? Got a little bit of everything for you, including the pick of the night, the gambling play of the night, and this one, well, this one's the old John Ramos special, right? This is the the Niners and the Rams. When we were kids, or at least when I was a kid, and I think, Jay Stu, when you were a kid, Ramos as well, the Rams used to play at Anaheim Stadium, which is where the Angels play now. It used to be an enclosed stadium, 75,000 seats, and... Uh, the, the Niners were the rem- nemesis of the Rams even then. Obviously, they were the better team. They won the Super Bowls, and the Rams could never get past the Niners or the, or the Bears, obviously the 85 Bears. But this is always a good rivalry and a good high-scoring fun game. Niners return home, and now you would think Garoppolo would have a deeper knowledge of the newer playbook. I'm not really sure. People are like, well, he didn't have the training camp, or he didn't. But it's the same team, the same coach. Granted, Mike McDaniel's not there. A couple players are different, but generally the same thing. Going against the Rams, who, this is a weird team too, right? Like the Rams are a team that I think we think of as Super Bowl contenders. They have the last two wins. I mean, they put it on the Cardinals. Uh, They almost allowed the Falcons to come back. It feels like they're waiting for the second half of the season or waiting for the playoffs. Smashed by the Bills. They still have to go to Tampa. They still have to go to Kansas City. They still have to go to Green Bay. There's still a lot of football to be played. Uh, this one, I I feel like it's going to be the Niners game to win. Now, the Niners are going to have issues in that offensive line without Trent Williams. But I, I, I do think that you give a team a week to prepare and they know it's easier to win to help a little bit. So, guessing they find a way to use George Kittle since they have not this season because of his injuries. And I think the Niners win. And cover. I also think this one's going to hit the over as well. 
Um, I have a question for you. Yep. I sent it to you. Did you see LeBron James working out with a blue bandana on? Um, so you sent me it. Um, I don't, I don't know the context. Are they, are they, have they started camp? Is that some yes, kind of a practice camp. session? And they started yeah. camp and that looked like a, a workout video of some kind. Yeah. And he was, I, I think the, the, um, I guess you would say the way he labeled it or, uh, captioned it was, uh, back at it or yeah. working harder than ever or something back like in, that. Back yeah. in the lab, something like that. Right, right, right. But, but he had a blue. He had a blue. What is that style called? The it's like it's called bandana pattern, right? It's where it's like got those like paisleys and other stuff in there. Oh yeah, just the 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 pattern you see on any bandana that a yes. biker wears or anything. Yeah. Yes, or a gangster. Like, but like you come to L.A. and you're like, I'm all about L.A. Nobody thinks you're actually a Laker. You just play for the Lakers, and now you're you're are you you're wearing a blue bandana like you trying to. Trying to claim Crip, like, what are you doing? That one strikes me as just odd. It 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 reminds me of like the Beat It video with like one of those professional dancers with a with a gangster bandana, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a reach. Stretch Armstrong a little bit. I think just like anything that guy does, uh, first of all, nothing is done without premeditation. Sure. And then, like everything else that he does, things just they just kind of land flat. Um, he, I've always said this about LeBron. He's probably, what, uh, in the top five of most famous athletes in the world, like attention, attention finds him organically, but he seeks out attention. Oh yeah. No question. And when he seeks out attention, it typically doesn't land well, especially when he, when he tries to weigh on, on some social matter or whatnot, it typically comes off very awkward. It is very, uh, no question about it. We do have some baseball left before the season runs out, right? And in terms of what's kind of still on the line, right? Like uh, the Guardians won the Central. That just sounds weird. <laughs> sounds weird. Um, the Mariners clinched one wild card, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the Blue Jays and the Rays. So the AL playoffs are all set. All set. Um, NL playoffs... Not all set because the Mets and the Braves, and the Mets have lost three in a row. Braves have won three in a row. Obviously, going head to head against each other. Still have the Phillies sitting there competing against the Brewers. Padres are going to make the playoffs. Feels like the what the Phillies will be the next team in. Is that about right? I think they're going to eke in. Yeah, and the Brewers will not get in. You know what? I think it. I got to look, but it's close. The, the, it's close. They're they're two back in the win column. Two back in the win column and in the loss column. Yeah. And so you're at 86 and 73. So you're at 70, what, uh, what, 159. So you got three games left. The likelihood of climbing that, climbing that mountain is, is slim. The so Phillies basically all, that, that's all we got to figure out. Philly, Phillies can't utterly collapse here against the Astros. And then will Aaron Judge hit another home run? Right? That's all we're waiting for? For the regular season, yeah. Yeah. And – but that the new the new playoff season that they just kind of snuck in at the end of this lockout or whatever that was this past April, but six teams from each league now go, and you yeah. have two teams with a bye. Yeah, the difference between the Braves not winning the East and and winning the East is that they get a bye in that first round. Nobody wants to play that team right now. It's typically 
the team that wins the World Series is the team that's the hottest at the end of the year. And the Braves aren't only hot, but they're stacked. I mean, as a Dodger fan, it's going to be a hell of a series if if, if the Dodgers could beat them at all. Uh, but the fact that the Braves are pretty much a better team now than the team that won the World Series last year, having lost Freddie Freeman, that speaks a lot to their their, their brass. I mean, what what they've been able to do. No, they built an unbelievable farm system, and uh, they got the whole thing. So, who's gonna who's gonna close out for the Dodgers? No, it's still it's gonna be a um, by by situation. And you know what I hate about um, this this Dodger uh, brass is that. You know they, they they love to get cute once the postseason starts. You know they'll win 105 games a year, and then once the postseason starts, they start getting cute. And what they're going to do is like say it's a high leverage seventh inning where they got like I don't know two three four coming up. They'll bring in their best pitcher in the seventh inning to get those outs, and then in the ninth inning they'll, they'll have some schlep. Um, I love that by the way. I you like that strategy? Uh huh. Oh gosh, I can't stand it. I can't stand that strategy. I, I want my best guy at the end of the game. I, ju- I just want my best guy to close out. And th- they're going into the postseason without a closer, and that has to be a red flag. I, I get it, and I would generally agree with you, but I'd also say that in this particular situation it works. And I, bu- I agree with the philosophy of why wait to the ninth inning? You can lose the game in the seventh, sixth or the seventh, you know? You can absolutely lose the game in the six or seven. That's the new philosophy, and that's just one of the things I just don't get about modern-day baseball. I, I could be the old man screaming to get off the lawn a lot with baseball nowadays, but like those things to me just seem like over-management. Like the, the game's been played a certain way for like 130 years, and when you throw in these little things, it starts to annoy me. That starts to annoy you? I love it. I love the idea of using, you know, you use guys. Why would you? It's Craig Kimbrell back when he was at Atlanta when they were playing the Dodgers. They didn't use him. They were trying to wait till the ninth inning, and the game was over by the time it got to the ninth inning. That's that's what I remember about it. Tonight, I, as I told you, I'm on uh, I'm on the Niners. I'm on the Niners in the over. I think it's a pretty entertaining game as well. Uh, tomorrow on the Doug Gottlieb show, who do we have? Who's on Who's on our Tuesdays? Uh, Mark Dominic. Have, Mark Dominic tomorrow. We had like Middlecoff today. So if you've downloaded the podcast, you're at Middlecoff. You'll hear Dominic tomorrow. We'll talk about those, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what they need to fix. Talk about the Packers. As I told you with the Packers, like, I think this is, they're just setting themselves up. This is how we're going to play if we want to win the playoffs. A little bit better, a little bit more efficient on both sides of the football, but they want to be a run first team. It's not going to be sexy. But, well, you know what is sexy? When you're standing there with the Super Bowl trophy in your hand. Right? That's sexy. Really sexy. Uh, I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is In the Bonus. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.